find where I fit in, believe me Life ain't no game and nothing good comes freely I done learned the hard way, burns and you turns up I done seen the hard days, learn from my mistakes But mama told me just hit the pause play We don't rewind, gotta let God set the pace, set the race Call the shots It's hard knowing that you hot when you stuck up on the block Come on. Knowing you can cook but can't afford the pot Told me that he loved me, never got a rock When I found Nas, found Biggie, found Pop Around the same time when my father got locked And then he moved away and left my mom with a knot A knot in a heart that hasn't yes. yet left yes. And it's a safe bet, she okay. lost all her respect I still love you, Dad Taking all that you've given me And I'm still standing Yes, yes, yes. It's such a true statement. If you can make it through today, it's another hit song. Yes, what I meant by that when I wrote that record in Confessions of a Real Live HR Professional. It's me on the theme song for season two. It's my record still standing. Surely is. Confessions, I told you as the season un unraveled, I would talk a little bit more about my past life. And in my past life, I was a recording artist, and this is one of my records, and it just happens that to be the selection for season two's theme song. But what I meant by that, when I wrote, if you can make it through today, it's another hit song, was if you can make it through today, that's another opportunity, right? If God gives you the opportunity to progress through today and make it to tomorrow, you then have the chance to pick up your pen and your paper in this instance and write about what happened to you yesterday because you have the opportunity to do that. If you can make it through today, that's another hit song. If I can make it through today, if I wake up tomorrow and God gives me the opportunity to breathe, open my eyes, feel, have some of my senses, or heaven, for, heaven gives me all my senses, whatever it may be, and I can pick up my pen and my pad, and I'm fortunate enough to do all those things, and I can surely write about what happened to me yesterday and potentially write another hit record. How about that? That's what I meant by that. Oh yeah, and I broke a lot of hearts trying to protect my own. I sure did. Yes, yes, I yeah. Your girl D and my co-host Sparky. That's right, that's right. Together we bring to you the Corporate Climb Show streaming new episodes every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms. I'm talking Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're probably on it. And if we're not on it, you can hit me up on Gmail, email me, thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. Tell me I'm not on your favorite podcast platform and I'll do my best to get on it. I assure you I will try and do my best. Sometimes it's not easy to get on all the requests, but I will certainly do my best. Yes. But yes, your host D did break a lot of hearts trying to protect her own. But I always say there's a reason for the season. And everything happens for a reason. So if I broke your heart and you're listening, my apologies. I didn't mean it at all. But I say that because I have a, a few exes 
or X-somethings that listen to this podcast. And I appreciate the love. You know, as, as I've gotten older and, you know, I've matured, some of my exes were not friends on You've Facebook, matured. but we are connected on LinkedIn. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I, you know, I have to laugh about that because it's just like, all right, like, you couldn't find me on Facebook or Instagram, so you... Stalker. You found me on LinkedIn, and I, I guess that's cool, right? I, I don't know if anyone has experienced that, but it's like, uh, no. so I can, like, block no. you on Facebook and stuff, but, like, I, I can't really do it on LinkedIn because that's kind of, like, unprofessional. No, so it's cool. So, I, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> off on a tangent, but, you know, I appreciate it. Like, I appreciate the, the in-mails and stuff from, you know, my, my past and, uh, you know, I, the support. So, again, you know, it's all love. I appreciate it if you're listening and I broke your heart at some point in time. I apologize, but like I say, everything happens for a reason. Tis the reason for the season. And you know, you gotta think about the things that go on in your life. And if you look back and you're like, gosh, if if, if I never did this and I never met that person and we never did this and I would have never done this and I would have never connected with this and I would have never learned that. And if I never did all these things that I would have never been where I am exactly today. So you can't be mad at your exes. Gotta be happy for them because they're lessons learned, you know? Um, what is what does Alicia Key say? Uh, yes, I was burned, but I, I call it a lesson, lesson learned. learned. My soul has returned, and, and I, I call it a lesson, lesson learned. learned. Yes, yes, yes. We are gonna do things a little bit differently today on the Corporate Climb Show, season two, episode six. Uh, I know I had promised everyone Jersey for season two, and I intend to get back to that theme next week. But for this week. I'm going to change it up a little bit. It was a rough week for me last week. That's why I had to go on a little bit of a hiatus and I did not stream a new episode. I apologize for that. But as a human being, life does happen. And I had to take some time off from the podcast to deal with a personal matter. There was a tragic accident that occurred with a friend of mine. Um, tragedy turned into some positivity. So thank you so much for all of those who know what happened. And for your support and your prayers, the family, I should say my extended family, friends, we all do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we, and we just hoping that the prayers continue to flood in and, you know, just the love and support continues to flow. Um, there's tragic accident between a, a very close, close person in my life, very dear and close to my heart. Um, and I'm going to leave it at that. But this this episode is truly going to be dedicated to this individual. Um, so I'm going to change it up a little bit. The music that you hear is probably going to be more of the music that uh, is something that would would be something that this individual and I would listen to or reminds me of this person. So bear with me a little bit. This episode is dedicated to you. Noodle, shout out to you. I pray for a speedy recovery you know i just you're you're brave as i told you the other day in the hospital you are strong you know you're much you're much you're not much braver than i would be with all that that's going on with you right now and i just i just lift you up in my prayers and i just i'm sending you good energy and good vibes this is for you tina turner proud man
yes, that song takes me back. Song takes me so back. 2019, Bahamas, Nassau, Rosewood. What a vacation. What a time in our lives. Wow. Live band was playing Five Star Hotel. That song was the song they were singing. And we were just grooving the night away. Not a care in the world. And you were just dancing. Ah, what I would pay to go back. Wow. Song takes me back. But the song is also appropriate lyrically for this episode with the theme of the corporate climb. So let me just break down the lyrics to you, my corporate climbers of Proud Mary. Left a good job in the city, working for the man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleeping. Worrying about the way things might have been. Big wheel keep on turning. Proud Mary keep on burning. Rolling, rolling, rolling on the river. Cleaned a lot of plates in Memphis. Pumped a lot of pain down in New Orleans. But I never saw the good side of the city. Till I hitched a ride on the riverboat queen. The big wheel keep on turning. The proud Mary keep on burning. Rolling, rolling, rolling on the river. If you come down to the river, bet you're gonna find some people who live. You don't have to worry because you have no money. People on the river are happy to give. Think about it. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. You come down to the river, you don't have to worry about money. People on that river are just happy to give. You know, lately I've had time to reflect and this is not the uh, the message or the purpose of the program today, but just me talking out loud and thinking out loud. Lately, I've had some time to reflect about what's important to me in my life. A few years back, I used to think that it was money. And don't get it twisted. Money is still the motive, right? I'm very uh, money financially driven. You know, we all have our drivers and finances is one of mine. And, and I, and I, you know, I, I used to be ashamed to admit that. And now it's, it's a, it's a non-issue for me. Uh, we all have our drivers and finances just happens to be one of mine. That's fine. You know, they wouldn't be bonuses in place at work if people weren't financially motivated. So let's just be clear about that. But I realized at a certain point, it's not everything. Money can buy you things that can provide you temporary satisfactions, but it cannot, certainly cannot buy you deep-rooted, long-term happiness. Let me say that again. Money can buy you things that provide you temporary moments of satisfaction, but it certainly cannot provide you things and the means for deep-rooted, long-term happiness. Let that marinate. I've had the opportunity to reevaluate choices, lifestyle, partners. And what I've come to realize, my corporate climbers, is that money can't buy you happiness can buy you temporary satisfaction and some of you might be like duh but there's also that good old saying that says 
Whoever said money can't solve your problems must not have had enough money to solve them. And that's not what I'm talking about. Because money certainly can solve a lot of problems. But again, it cannot buy you happiness. And it certainly cannot buy you love. But temporary satisfaction, sure. Those are just band-aids. You rip those band-aids off. If you don't clean the wound, you don't let it heal right. It's just going to rip again and continue to bleed. And I say that because sometimes, you know, on this show, I'll say certain things because I feel it in my heart to say it. it may not even go with the theme of the episode, but I feel like somebody needs to hear it. Well, I felt like somebody needed to hear that. So let it marinate. And if you need to rewind it back, that's the best part about streaming. Take your finger, move it left, hit play. There you go. But that's not the, uh, the reason for the season on this episode. The, uh, the purpose of this program is, you know, you're doing too much. And I'm going to kind of steal this from my pastor, Dr. Darius Daniels. I belong to a, a church called Change Church. And um, we're, we're pretty much all over the country at this point. Home is Ewing, New Jersey. Um, but you can stream Change Church online. Um, there also is a church in Orlando and a church in Atlanta. Uh, the church in LA and uh, they've become a bit bigger now uh, but still you know still still home type of feeling Dr. Darius Daniels talked today about you know you're doing too much and he saw, said that there was 10 things that are signs that we're doing too much and as I listened I went ah well I can certainly talk about this on my show because you can relate to this at work and uh, I had to write it down as he was talking because I had a rough week, as I mentioned earlier in the show, and I also wanted to write this down to check myself before I wrecked myself to make sure that I wasn't doing too much. You know, sometimes a little awareness can go a long way, a little self-awareness. So I want to share with you what he said, 10 signs to know when you're doing too much. And no, when I went through this checklist, I was certainly not doing too much, but I just wanted to make sure that way I can be aware if and when I was. But I just want to put this out there because somebody may need to hear this. So how to know when you're doing too much. Sign number one, in no specific order, excessive irritability. Sign number two, hypersensitivityness. So what that means is if someone says something, uh, you know, constructive criticism, it's very constructive. It's minor. You know, they might just say, hey, instead of doing something this way, why don't you try it this way? You take something so minor and it causes you to blow up in a major way. You take constructive criticism, as Dr. Darius said, as character assassination. You are hypersensitive. Three, restlessness. You got to remember, even if you're on vacation, he said this so good today, you are wherever your mind is. So if you're on vacation, but you're thinking about work, you can be in Bora Bora. But if you're thinking about work, then you're at your office in Bora Bora. And that's just a waste of money. Let's be quite honest about that. 
Four, workaholism. You use work as an escape. You've allowed work to be who you are. And without work, you have no identity. Workaholism. Five, you're emotionally numb. Meaning you've lost the capacity for empathy. But then he said something really deep. He said that sometimes, many times, I think sometimes he was just, when he said sometimes, he was just being courteous. But he said sometimes we judge people who are emotionally numb without exploring what got them there to begin with, right? You know someone at work and you're just like, man, they're so mean. Or they're just so, ugh. They just don't care about people. They have no EQ. And you judge them off that. You call them a jerk and an asshole. Instead of taking a step back and just wondering, hmm, what got them there? How did they get there? If you think for one second people are born without an ounce of EQ, which is emotional intelligence, if you think for one second people are born without caring an ounce about others, you're wrong. Babies are born very innocent. That is learned. Nine times out of 10, people are learned to be numb. That is a trained trait. It's developed over time. Babies are born innocent. They giggle when you make silly faces. Think about that. Babies are born innocent. They're not born to not have empathy. They're not born not to feel. They cry for everything. They giggle for everything. They want for nothing but food and water and sleep and a changed diaper. Think about that. When you lose your EQ, that is a learned trait. So when you come across somebody who does not have that, take a step back before you judge them and wonder to yourself, what got them there to begin with? And start there. Six, your priorities are way out of order. Way out of order. It's when you know you're doing too much. Your priorities are just all over the place. You don't even know what to put at one, two, and five. What you have at one should be what you have at 10. What you have at 10 should be what you have at two. You're all over the place. Number seven, you don't take care of your physical body. You just eating whatever, not working out, not meditating, just totally neglecting your body, your temple. Eight, escapism. Nine, slip of spiritual disciplines. All right. Maybe you were once somebody who went to church every Sunday or prayed often and all out of nowhere that's gone away. Maybe you celebrated Christmas or Hanukkah and now you no longer participate in your faith's holidays. 
your slip of spiritual disciplines. And last but certainly not least is isolation. And I'm not talking isolation where you sit in a corner and you just want to be alone. I'm talking the isolation where you could be constantly surrounded by people. Constantly. But you still feel alone. Isolation. The 10 signs when you're doing to know when you're doing too much. So like I said this week, or the the week before this I had a week and it, I'm probably going to have several weeks ahead of me, which is, which is fine. Um, but last week was the start of that. And I had to wonder for a second, D, are you doing too much? Are you doing too much? You know, and not just in one bucket, but in a few buckets, are you doing too much? Are you overextending yourself? Are you thinking too much? Are you, you know, are, are, are you scattered? So I go through this checklist and I, you know, I realized, no, no, I'm not. And I, and I, you know, I had a, a doctor's appointment and my blood pressure was really leveled and I was shocked. My doctor's like, why are you shocked? And I'm like, well, doc, I had a stressful week. He goes, your blood pressure's telling me otherwise. Looks like you're in good shape to me. And I was like, wow, I lost some weight. Feeling kind of good. Guess I ain't doing too much. Then I realized I got me under control, getting my balance, getting my bearings, and it feels kind of good. But that wasn't an overnight job. Took me a while to get here. Took me a while to get to this place where I can set boundaries and know when to call it and know when to go home and know when to leave the party and know when to say, at, you're doing too much and know when to say, nope, that's not for me. And know when to say, yep, that's for me. I got it. And know when to say, you know, ah. Not in my financial lane, got to fall back, you know? Usually I was like, yeah, I'll do this, and yeah, I'll do that. And, you know, even if I didn't have the money, I would just do it. And now I'm like, ah, got to go home. Took a while to get to this place, but it feels good to be here. But you got to know when you're doing too much. Some of you don't know when you're doing too much until you've done so much that you burn out. And then it's too late. Well, it's never really too late unless it's too late. But it's never too late. But you got to catch yourself before you wreck yourself. So I just went through 10 things that Dr. Darius Daniels briefed over. He high-level overviewed this week when I went to church. But, and we only have 30 minutes on this episode to talk about these 10 things. But I want to deep-sea dive into them because they're important. And I want to talk about one that... I used to and still kind of tether the lines and battle with from time to time, which is called workaholism. And I want to tap into that right after this message from Sparky. Sparky, let's give a shout out to our partners. Yes, yes, yes. Big shout out to our partners over at Garden State Council of Sharon and HRMA of Princeton and Soul Hire LLC. D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get in some music. Okay. I gotta feel the vibes. I wanna feel what you've been feeling for the last uh, week. Let know. us know. I got a Tell song the people. In my heart. I got a song What, in what my time heart. you on right yeah. now, D? Come on. All right. I've Bring been on, us back. Bring been, us back. Listen, come I, on. I've, come been on. The, I've been on this time, Sparky Maze featuring Frankie Beverly. Before I let go. Yes, this one's for you, Noodle. <laughs> Say no more. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. 
out <laughs> yes yes taking me way back to 2017 2017 oh what a summer what a summer yes wow so anyway going back to this workaholism yeah I suffered from it from a long time and sometimes I still do battle with it it's like I put myself in this work boat and it's like all I want to do is work, 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 work. And I typically get like that when I just don't want to pay attention to what's going on in my personal life where I just want to like oversaturate myself with work. And it's because I'm really good at what I do and I'm aware of that. So sometimes I feel like when my personal life is like going like eh or it's just boring or there's really nothing too hot going on, I just focus on my attention on work because I'm like, well, that's always going to be semi-exciting to me because that's that's my Super Bowl. That's what I'm good at. You know, it's, I'm like the Tom Brady of HR. So it's like, hey, whatever. 
I can always just talk about that. But it gets to a point where, quite honestly, guys and gals, nobody wants to hear about you talking about work all the damn time. I don't mean, I'm just putting it out there and I'm just going to be as blunt as possible. Like, nobody wants to come to your house, sit down at your dinner table and say, hey, D, how's life? And you're like, oh, life is good. You know, work is. And then for 30 minutes, you're just rambling on about projects and activities and strategy and people. Nobody cares. That's nobody cares. They want to hear about family. They want to hear about vacations. They want to hear about friends. They want to hear about work projects that you, I mean, not work projects, like house projects, like do it yourself projects that you're giving yourself. But that last thing that most people want to hear about is your deep sea dive work life. Nobody cares. But when you made that who you are, then that's all you talk about. And it's like, after a while, you're going to put people to sleep. I personally know someone where every time you ask this person what's going on, they're either talking about work or they're talking about school. And it's just the most boring conversation because every time you talk to them, they always sound so goddamn stressed. And you're just like, oh, that energy is slapping me in my face and your stress is becoming my stress and I don't want to feel stressed because like I told you guys, my blood pressure is chilling. It's chilling. Work is stressful for most people. Most people do not have fun at work. So you have to understand something. Your workaholism could be overbearing for most people and you have to find other ways to identify yourself because you are so much more than work. And for a very long time, I struggled with that. And sometimes I still find myself struggling with that, especially when my personal life is not that exciting. I just overbear myself with work, 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 work. You know what I find myself doing now when I find myself just working all the time? I pick up a new hobby. I find a new book to, to like listen on all my audiobooks or read. Typically on my audiobooks, I don't really like to pick up a physical book. Personal choice, preference. But I say that because workaholism is certainly a sign of you're doing too much. Or maybe you're doing too much in one area and not enough in another so you're doing too much of work and neglecting another area of your life that really needs your attention. Prioritize, right? And that trickles down into that priorities bucket when your priorities are all messed up. When you're a workaholic to a point where you have workaholism, which is like alcoholism, but it's workaholism, nine times out of 10, because you're so dedicated to this one area of your life, you're neglecting other areas of your life that really need you. And failing to see that because you are so blinded by your job, that other things in your life that you've failed to prioritize properly are lacking. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your relationships with your parents. Maybe it's your relationships with your friends. I've lost a very good friend because all I did was work, 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 work. And every time I talked to this individual on the phone, all I did was talk about work and I failed to realize that she was going through a divorce and a pregnancy and I didn't take the time to even care to ask. And one day they got tired of my shit. Straight up, they got tired of my shit because all I was talking about was work. And I failed to realize that my friend, a very good friend of mine at the time was going through a lot in their life. And I neglected 
their needs and selfishly talked about mine. That's horrible. And to this day, when I talk about a a bucket of regret in my life, it's that because I let workaholism take over my life for a second. I share these true stories of mine with you, not for sympathy at all, because yes, I was burned, but I call it a lesson learned. My soul has returned and I call it a lesson learned. And regret's the wrong word because I really do feel like everything happens for a reason. But I share these stories with you because I hope that there's somebody out there listening that one, doesn't make the same mistakes I did, or two, catches themselves before they wreck themselves when they're about to make that mistake and they're like, I just listened to that on the corporate climb and you know what, I'm not gonna go left, I'm actually gonna go right because if I go left, I already know what's on that side of the wall and it ain't good. Or three, maybe they can tell a friend to tell a friend and that friend can apply it to their lives, right? I have no idea what the purpose of this program is in your life. But I do know that I was given a microphone and an application and a gift, and I'm going to put all that together and use it for the better good. And that's what I'm doing. And that's my story. And that's my truth. And I'm going to stick to it. That's my truth. Totally going to stick to that. It's like the fifth time I said that this week, but it's true. So no pun intended. Um, But in any case, workaholism. And that's the show. Next week, we're going to continue to talk about you're doing too much. We're going to talk about another area of you're doing too much. Another one of Dr. Darius's bullet points. We'll deep sea dive into that. Um, I'm going to ask this week, you guys, that you continue to keep my friend in your prayers and your thoughts. Please, 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 please. All the support and the prayers that we can get. You know, I may not know that you're praying, but, you know, I'm a firm believer that we can feel it, that energy the universe, you know, all that good stuff. We talk about this all the time, you know, the law of attraction, all that good stuff. We can feel that positive energy. So just keep sending it. I thank you so much. I appreciate you until next Tuesday, y'all. You ever did so wrong that it feel right? Sexual heal on appeal, what I feel like when I jump up on the stage and just kill my and I write and I quote, it's just words on a note But these words give me hope that I'll grow and I'll blow And I'll get better with time and I'll age like fine wine As I sign the dotted line Taking all that you've given me And I'm still